The following episode of Here for the Wrong Reasons is brought to you by Meat Undies, offering a wide selection of underwear made from 100% organic meats, including grass-fed beef and free-range chicken. taking a big risk today we're recording in the middle of the day which usually leads to less funny podcasts i'm wasted though. <laughs> anna started drinking at nine <laughs> to prepare herself <laughs> having some mimosas a couple of bloody marys you're good to I'm go i'm living the harrison life <laughs> drinking mimosas though harrison was on the ball this episode <laughs> What what do you mean? And that he was like there? Yes, that he was present. I felt like when uh, they dragged him out of his hole to come talk to Demi, he looked real like disheveled. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Paradise Harrison. Been fucking some Mexican prostitute. <laughs> some bachelor journalist. He's not going to cheat on his bachelor journalist girlfriend like that. A hundo P. <laughs> I just meant like when they had that Christian fight. Like I thought he would have been turned in for the night already. E- no, I don't think he was even there. I felt like that was all like production. Well, but he came down yeah, he did, pretty but quick. I'm pretty sure he missed the actual fight. He missed the actual well, fight. Like, you can't be here for this. I was Im- I'm impressed that Harrison can like be there like in less on, than like um, three minutes. Oh, spoiler alert, guys. It's like on Game of Thrones when Joffrey says he wants to fight and then he's like, take me back to the castle. <laughs> They're like, Harrison, we can't risk you. Right. Your face is too beautiful. That's <laughs> yeah. the moneymaker. I was thinking about that with Jordan too. Like that's a it's a risky move for a model to throw punches yeah i mean we'll get to it i was actually a little surprised that it got so real so so quickly that escalated quickly yeah i feel like last year in paradise when jordan was there we had like a full season of shenanigans Mm -hmm. and it like i don't know i guess he picked the wrong hot he certainly did yeah no i think he thought that it was going to be like that (laughs) and things but he was like prepared at least initially like prepared to throw down like he like flipped christian over his back i think we got to review the footage um but before we get into this we've got some shout outs we got to do always Um, always we got awesome fans so we got to shout them out so uh, our fan on twitter emily is talking this up to her friends thanks m we call you m now because we know you real well um amanda and chris our new couple fans on twitter we got an awesome email from vanessa uh, giving us the lowdown on Romeo and Juliet. She's a ninth grade English teacher. So I told her she's doing the Lord's Knows work. way more about Shakespeare than us. A lot more, mm-hmm. actually. She uh, actually knew what that section was from and gave us the I full know, quote. I know, re- I did. You, sent, you forwarded that on to me mm-hmm. and I read it. It was very insightful. She raised a really important point, too, which is where is JPJ getting this? Like, do they have the right. volumes of Shakespeare down there? <laughs> like, the complete works of Shakespeare on the like shelf. I feel like he had to memorize that as, like, a ninth grade soliloquy. For like <laughs> he was pulling it, yeah. Points. Yeah, and he's like, well, I mean, to be fair, how old is JPJ? Right, I mean, that was, that was four, four years, years ago. ago. Yep. That he was in ninth grade. Yeah, he um, somehow pulled this, uh, had access to this sonnet either in memory. Oh, it's not a sonnet, Vanessa told us. Um, And then we have a really important shout out to our listener, Jill, Mm -hmm. who is getting divorced today. You know what? Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Getting divorced from her loser husband. Hate that guy. Way to uh, take charge of your life. Jill, you know what, Jill? Your Tyler C is out there. I was going to say. Yeah. uh, And it is Tyler C. It actually is Tyler C. Yeah. Congratulations. We got you a date. (laughs) Jill, you're going to go bowling with Tyler C. (laughs) later. Um, Or I was saying Jill for Bachelorette. Yeah. Hashtag Jill for Bachelorette. They're Start spreading done, that around. Done. Yeah, I don't know anything about you, Jill, but you would be an awesome it's bachelorette. <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, okay, and then we got some awesome iTunes reviews. We have a loyal listener from Vancouver, Washington. Guess what, loyal listener? I've spent months of my life in Vancouver, Washington. That's where my crazy aunt lives. I think you oh, guys right. would get along super well. Hey. Do you like 70-year-old <laughs> Trump supporters? <laughs> Do you have $15,000 <laughs> that you can loan Ryan's aunt because there is a tree growing up through her house and she does not have the money to fix it? 
do you like alternative medicine and right-wing politics? Because if so, you two would get along very well. Do you like Church of Christ and <laughs> small dogs? <laughs> if so, oh, DM us. Do you like small dogs, but do you also like big dog <laughs> t-shirts? Oh, man. These are inside jokes really just for us. Yeah, but, but I feel uh, like we're really painting a portrait here. Yeah, yeah. You're capturing what my aunt is like. Do you also have a t-shirt that says, been there, done that, bought the shirt, didn't fit? <laughs> and you wear the shirt even though the shirt says that the shirt doesn't fit. It's bending my brain. It's <laughs> like that uh, je suis, like not a, or what is that? <laughs> je ne suis pas. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, this is not a pipe. Ce n'est pas un pipe painting peep peep ah peep oh oh i get it like it's not easter peeps peep peep yeah it's not the, <laughs> these are not peeps um we got a nice review from kathleen connell who among other things praise both our singing and our swearing sure which made me think like let's put those things together Fuck, 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 fuck. Mm, no like you don't like it okay kathleen connell likes it well. Um, I messed up a shout out last week. Michelina Forge was signed as condescending Gen Xer, and I should give her that. Mm. Um, and then Grizzle Bear, Grizzle Two Bear, sorry. Is that a Berenstain Bears reference? Miss, Miss McGriz. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? So Dr. Grizzly is their doctor. Yeah. And then there's Ms. McGriz. Ms. McGriz, who's the old woman who lives down the road. Hey, guys, play <laughs> Peanut. <laughs> If you, this is a full circle to the Vancouver listener, I feel like your aunt is basically like Ms. McGriz in bear form. Yes. Like, or the, in Ms. human McGriz form. Ms. is the bear version of your aunt, Christy. Yeah. She also likes big dogs, big bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Grizzle Bear, Grizzle Two Bear, gave us five stars, but also said. Mm. That the beginning of the podcast is the best and we lose our edge. Yeah, because we're just like, we're just spitballing. Right, just freewheeling. This freewheeling fun we're having right now kind of drops off a little bit. And, you know, we talked about that because I do agree, um, but... I don't know what else we can do. Yeah, grizzle to bear, you're not wrong. <laughs> well, and I always enjoy when we just get totally off topic, like biblical BDE conversations sure. in the middle. The problem is we have people who listen to this show in in lieu of watching The Bachelor because they want to listen to us instead of four hours of Bachelor in Paradise. So we have to tell them what happened, but maybe we can keep it a little more freewheeling. Yeah. Here's the other thing is I think that the summary aspect works better in the regular season. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise is just a hot fucking dumpster fire mess yeah. of a show. It's so postmodern. There's no narrative it, to well, it. Well, there isn't though. So I think that maybe during Bachelor in Paradise season, at least, we can be a little bit more loosey-goosey. Like the show itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Day drinking, recording on the beach. Um, all right. And then uh, Wahlberg NC. We have one listener there. Thanks. Oh, I thought that that was the name. Oh, no, that's... Mark uh, Wahlberg. Well, that's a place. Maybe it's where the Wahlbergs are from. It's Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this show. Let's summarize this without losing our edge, shall we? I got my edge because all I have to say is I fucking hate this show. Okay. Every year... I get a little bit bent out of shape with Bachelor in Paradise. Like, it's definitely not my favorite mm -hmm. branch of the franchise. But this season fucking sucks. Yeah. I don't like Nicole. I don't like Hannah. I don't like Blake. Well, and these two episodes just had, like, all this dead just space stupid. in the middle. Like, with no drama yes. at all. Or, like, very drama that I don't care that much about. So we'll go ahead and apologize in advance. This episode might be a little bit short. Just because I think that the season has been uh, really relying on filler more, yep. even more so than usual, yep. which is typically a lot. Yeah, and even <laughs> even more filler yeah. than usual. Yeah, even more like if they were making hot dogs, there would be even more unidentifiable meats in this season than usual. Mm. I've always gone to bat for Bachelor in Paradise, as I said before, but this season I've not been feeling it. All right, so let's get into this, though. So there's a we start with a big fight. We start with the fight. Cut my head open, bro. <laughs> the fight that just doesn't end. Like, 
the production staff runs I mean, in real like quick. There's seven guys the, that have to tackle Christian. They seem I really like they got Jordan off pretty. Oh quick, yeah, Jordan. Christian yeah, is like a he beast. <laughs> Jordan, they just like sprayed some apricot scented spray, and he's like, hmm, and calmed right down. But yeah, Christian was like hulking out. They held up a floral bra for, and he's like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> Yeah, Christian was going nuts and all those dudes had to subdue him. Also, mm-hmm. I was... So it appears that they hire like a white... Like a lot of a Spanish-speaking staff. Yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. Right. Because he's like speaking in Spanish right. with them. And uh, what, did you get any of that dialogue? Only que pasa, because that's like one of the only <laughs> things I know how to say in Como Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Me llamo Christian. <laughs> Uno, dos, tres. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't get a lot of that. Um, but yeah, they and they eventually do subdue him. And what ends up happening, I mean, basically, we learn that they have a zero tolerance policy for violence. Which you, like, I knew that. Okay, I didn't, didn't realize that? that, no. Um, yeah, people have gone home before for fighting. Who? Uh, well, Chad. Chad, well, did Chad fight or did he? Oh, right, he, like, attacked the bellhop off camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you know what? It took 12 guys to subdue that bellhop, as it turns out. Um, but yeah, well, and maybe I'm thinking of um, a regular season. But no, I know that I, I knew that there was a zero violence policy. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I no. wasn't surprised that they both ended up having to leave. Well, and it makes sense. It's just like, we're not going to ask who started it, who's in the right. It's just, you're out. Like, you were both obviously fighting. Yeah. You're, you're gone. Yeah. You're out. I'll you're be done. The <laughs> um, yeah, Harrison comes down to the beach. It's so busy. They've got to get him away from, you know, watching whatever porn he was watching in his room to uh, to Me do this. Jorge. Yeah. <laughs> Chris was actually on a Jorge's Torres. <laughs> A nighttime stroll um, under the stars. I was extremely, extremely annoyed with Nicole in this section of okay. the show. Okay, tell us. Because she's like, you guys, I didn't want any of this to happen. Like, right. I, I feel like the whole, all we heard from her in the last episode was how she didn't like Clay because he wasn't being aggressive enough. And um, she really needed, you know, that Christian was so hot because he was such a manly man. Right. And he's so, like, so fiery. And then the second that it turns violent, which, like, shocker, everyone's drinking tons of alcohol. Mm -hmm. You've got these overly aggressive males who are, like, claiming women territorially. Um, Everyone's going on multiple dates with each other, like... Big fucking surprise. Right, this is a recipe for out. violence. Yeah. You've got people hanging up pinatas, and that's just Jordan's <laughs> red flag. It's like, can't take it. <laughs> it's like a red flag with a bull. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, and I'm not to say that the blame is solely on Nicole, because it's definitely not. But I just think that that's awfully rich that she's like, oh, I just didn't any- want anyone to get physically hurt. Well, then maybe you should have, you know, taken some steps to cut this off a little earlier. Well, uh, the part that was rich for me, because I know, I believe that she didn't want to get people physically hurt. But when she was like, when I said fight for me, I didn't mean fight for me. It was a metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right, Nicole. We all know that you're not smart enough to speak in metaphor. (laughs) Finally, someone who understands the difference between the literal and the metaphorical on this show. Well... You know, we've had this discussion uh, before because I do think that um, I think that there are a lot of women, Sherbatsky is one, right? Who are turned on by the idea of like men fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you mean Robin Sherbatsky from Shabatsky How I Met Your Mother. And now like, on whole... Stumptown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which we see multiple ads for uh, while we're watching the show. But regardless, irregardless. Ooh, good question. We really should know this. I, feel I like think that regardless. Might be one of those situations where they actually mean the like same thing. Like inflammable and flammable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, regardless, I think that it's kind of shitty to talk so much game about how you want someone who's aggressive and and fiery and will fight for you, and then when it turns physical, she's just like, "This isn't what I wanted." <laughs> She learned a lesson, though. She returned to the gentle giant Clay. Yeah, but you know what? I also put in my notes, I think that Clay is way too forgiving. Same with Dylan. Like, 
I don't know. I just felt like Hannah finally chose him and he was like, this is all I've ever wanted. Right. Like, all right, never mind the fact that these women have treated you boys like shit. Like, all I've ever wanted was for someone to take two weeks to decide they wanted to be with me and then pick me over another man who's right here. Dylan is like, I feel like I'm dreaming right now. I have some like, more things to say about this. Yeah. And same with Clay. I mean, I, I don't even, I wouldn't even be opposed to him staying with Nicole, but I do think that it would, like, I, maybe they're just better people than me because I would have doled out a big dose of, yeah, I told you so. <laughs> yeah, there would have been some punishment on the way to reconciling. Because lover isn't looking so hot now, is he? <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you would not have been as forgiving. Um, well, you remember that time that I uh, went to those other two women and they ended up having a giant fight and I came back to you? Yeah, you thought you wanted an aggressive woman. Yeah. Well, what this made me think of was like when Angela from The Office is like actually super excited yes. that Andy and Dwight are fighting 100%. over her. And yeah, they like pan the camera to her and she's like smiling yeah. while she's watching them in the parking lot. Yes. yes. Yep. Then Nicole, I mean, I even have in my notes that Nicole looks like the Cheshire Cat. Like she was smiling during that section. It was like she couldn't help herself. You know who I feel bad for? That pot that got smashed, though. I what is bad. Kevin going to bench press now? I feel bad now? for the pinata. <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to smash a pinata. It's supposed what? to be an item of joy. I love a pinata. Yeah. Okay. So um, Clay does have a nice line later when... Um, so he says he's a shoulder to cry on. I mean, he's an extremely broad shoulder to cry on. I'll hey say, hey oh. But um, she says the bad thing, Nicole says the bad thing about this outfit is I'm like a sausage casing. And Clay says, there's no bad thing about this outfit. That's a good line. He's like, you look like a hotter J-Lo. <laughs> okay, Clay. Yeah. Like, come on, bud. That uggo J-Lo yeah. doesn't compare to you. Uh, I also, I mean, whatever, like respect, everybody wears them. Although I can't imagine how fucking hot as balls this must have been. But you could see Nicole Spanx in that dress. So, Oh, yeah. Wasn't that hot. (laughs) Can we take a moment? You have something in your nose. And every time I'm looking over there, I'm seeing it. Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting. Problem solved, yeah. That was disgusting, y'all. Um, I was, it was just distracting. Yeah, sure. It's We need to be 100% focused in on this, especially considering how drunk you are. Anything's going to pull you off focus. Um, I really liked the way... So the cast basically agrees that they were both in the wrong, and they went. They did a little kind of like... It reminded me of the Saved by the Bell episode where they all give a little spiel on not doing drugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dumb. Stupid. Crazy. Dangerous. Stinks. In one word, would I use dope? Nope. Um, because they're like, I feel like they went to like three different cast members and they all gave some version of a like, physical violence is never the answer. Yeah, Yeah, it was a PSA for physical violence uh, against physical violence. Well, and they did that, um, well, I guess last year we got, we went even further because then we had to have that long discussion about consent. The rap sesh with Harrison, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Listen, guys. He's like, I'm Chris Harrison, and I've got a hit idea. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a hit idea. Don't hit people. Yeah. Uh, do we hit? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Hands to ourselves. Yeah, we Hands need Harrison. Hugging and holding. <laughs> we need Harrison to come teach this to our three and seven year old. Uh, can we move on? Yes, please. Yeah. All right. We're Jordan's gone, and I mean, the only thing that I regret, and I'm assuming I'm probably not the only one, is his wit oh right? yeah we got like a terrible like ugh, b version of it when um katie and who was that they were doing like their own oh yeah little... and it wasn't nearly as it good yeah at all i think it was katie and Derek. is that right they were sitting on the beach was it katie and Derek? yeah i know what you're talking about it was later the next they were episode. trying to do their own like, yeah morning show yeah yeah poor poor man's version 100 yeah. percent of yeah. poor man's version yeah yeah it's like a generic knockoff yeah no i don't uh 
I don't condone the violence, but I am sorry to see Jordan go because I find him so oh, entertaining. Oh, no, that's why it was so terrible. It was Blake and Katie. Oh, yeah, ugh. Although I did think it was funny that because Blake said, I came here with the idea that America is going to see my fun side. <laughs> Nobody's seen my fun side. <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice try, buddy. My fun side is the side where I fuck everyone. <laughs> yeah. Does an American... Yeah. Do you think he was gunning for Dancing with the Stars? Maybe. Because like, America's I mean, going to see me dance. I mean... Um, yeah he's a triple threat he's a dancer he's good looking i don't know what the third threat is yeah i mean i cannot listen to him talk without thinking of ken marino so i just cannot take him seriously um okay so what are we moving on to the dylan hannah blake drama yes, yes. speaking of blake oh, well and here's another version of this poor man's jordan wit is hannah saying my mom always told me to take my vitamins she like sets it up too much because i'm like where yeah. are we going with yeah, this right right now i'm taking a multivitamin i need to decide if i'm going to take vitamin b or vitamin d and then she explains vitamin blake, b, blake or, dylan. or dylan yeah that's funny i also talk about taking some vitamin d but i'm not uh, <laughs> not talking about dylan when i say that i feel like she really missed an opportunity there of course yeah on, vitamin yeah. d a little vitamin dick <laughs> like hannah i'm over explaining the joke yes yep i uh hannah and i have that in common we're both from alabama and we both over explain jokes all right dylan sets up a picnic for her he uh says i heard you like picnics and red and blue gummy worms <laughs> he's like i love gummy worms and you love gummy worms it's because they're both nine years old find out that there was this like giant coup being pulled over bachelor nation audience and like dylan and hannah and jpj are all actually high schoolers <laughs> and that they've like schooled the system in a like drew barrymore never right been but like an inverse like yeah. high schoolers sneak it's like uh when maybe on arrested development becomes like an executive <laughs> yeah. producer and chris bukowski is gonna be like no wonder i look so right <laughs> yeah it's like the inverse of like on beverly hills 90210 when they have 30 year olds playing high schoolers well, now we have high schoolers it's playing like the um the reboot of Wet Hot American Summer. When oh, they yeah. bring them all back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just like, what, like, what 25 year old does this? Right. What 25 year old loves gummy worms? Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Right. But only the red and blue ones. Right. Because <laughs> they taste different. I mean, do gummy things taste different? Our three year old would say yes, but that's really only more verification that these are children. On bat on Bachelor in Paradise. Dylan also won't stop saying that he's smitten, and I, I can't. Yeah, it it also goes to the like childish, like he's he's a little puppy dog. See, I mean, and no offense, no offense meant at all to any of our gay listeners. Like we are here for that. We're mm -hmm. here for Demi and Christian. Yeah. I still think that he's giving off gay vibes. And part of that is that he keeps referring to himself as smitten. <laughs> is that a, a gay thing it to do? It seems effeminate yeah. to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say that all gay men are yeah, effeminate. Yeah. You know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I'm not getting any gay vibes because I don't have any stereotypes <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I don't see homo or heterosexuality. You know who's giving off gay vibes to me? Clay. Because I just don't have any stereotypes. <laughs> All right. Well, I stereotype everyone. And I think that it's a little bit effeminate to keep saying I'm so that smitten. That you're smitten. Well, I think. I it, just think it's weird. It, and it's not just me. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. I saw multiple people on Twitter saying that they also felt that way. That it was effeminate to say you're smitten. That he was giving off gay vibes. Yeah. Well, we have always said that about him. We need, or, to, you know. we need to ask our friend. We have a gay friend, y'all. Yeah, don't worry. One of our best friends is gay. <laughs> yeah. So it's totally cool. Uh, yeah. We should ask him what he thinks of Dylan the Smitten yeah. Kitten. Yeah, see if his gaydar goes off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but anyways, point B, it goes to a broader point. Again, not that I just want to say, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, everyone's gonna think we're gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, not at all. Hashtag Demi Christian. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I just realized? What? I was giving, and I think maybe you were speaking to this. I was giving all inverse examples. If they were in high school pretending to be older, that's not 
You know what that is? That's not uh, never, never been, been kissed. kissed. That's don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Breakfast is served. Bow the lawn today and don't forget to do the dishes, okay? Ah! Dishes are done, man. Oh, there you Another go. Another classic. There you go. Yeah, because that's what I was saying is it's the inverse of... Um, like all the 90210 where the old people play youngsters. Right. These are youngsters playing old people. Yeah, these are 13-year-olds <laughs> trying to pass themselves off as 21-year-olds who are ready for marriage. I think I get uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead confused with Adventures in Babysitting. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead is Christina Applegate okay. and the babysitter dies. Sure, I, I got that <laughs> part. And so then she has to inexplicably really get a job like wow how long was this babysitter there (laughs) the only thing that i remember i loved that movie because she wanted to be a fashion designer so she gets this job at like of course a fashion designer. yeah like you do high schoolers just walk in and get a job there yeah uh adventures in babysitting is elizabeth shoe okay it's just like a night of they like around town hijinks yeah, yeah i think it's in chicago mm-hmm. they like go to a big city okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah a lot of 80s movies walking around chicago yeah ferris yeah. bueller's day off yeah those two yeah <laughs> really just the two. bunch of 80s movies uh 90s movie walking around chicago dancing around chicago uh what's that movie i was just talking about this dance movie. till dawn no that's an 80s movie oh and that's in la dance right? till dawn uh, I don't remember. That... Or is it some in some nondescript Midwest town? Mm, no, you might be right that that's in L.A. Okay. Uh, Save the Last Dance is in Chicago. I haven't seen that one. <gasps> yes, Wait, you who's have. in that? Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles, of course. That's not the one where the guy comes in on the motorcycle as part of the dance that routine. Center that's stage. center stage. Okay. See, this is the kind of freewheeling fun that Grizzle Two Bear wants is, in the middle of the that podcast. That is Cooper Nielsen, and I'm just going to give y'all a hot tip. OML. What is he? Is he on your well, list? Listen, if you want to waste a good five minutes of your life, you're at work, you're bored. Check out. Uh, oh, and now I don't know his actual name. Um, here, I'll Google it real quick. Okay. You, if you are a center stage fan and you find yourself thinking, I wonder what Cooper Nielsen is up to now. I do. He's turned himself into a real uggo, guys. He is on. So he, uh, his name is uh, Ethan Stifle. Okay. He was a real like company, New York City Ballet mm-hmm. company dancer. Yeah, our friend like knew him, right? Yes. Oh, this Whitney, is Whitney. Whitney. Shout out to Whitney out to who's Whitney. listening right now. And what, Paul? Her husband Paul? Yes. Yeah. Um so he has married and now has a baby with another um ballet dancer that I follow. I follow a lot of them on Insta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the gram. On the Insta, on yeah. the gram guys. Yeah. Uh but he's like this crazy hipster. He has like a really uh, over-the-top handlebar mustache. Sounds like he pulled a Dean. Yeah, yeah. To bring things he back did. around, he, he pulled himself. a Dean. Yeah. He did, but I'm so freaked out by it. So he's not on my list. Oh, so you Even don't though... like this version of deaning yourself out? No, but I'm here for Dean. I know. Well, so was Jill, our listener. We should put a poll up. We need to put a poll up about whether people would fuck Dean with the mustache. Oh, um, we should. Yeah, because that would get, I think, some divisive I feel responses. Like the, um, the real question. Because Dean is fuckable either way. No, like, I don't know if everyone's going to say that. It's, that. it's like yeah. a worst, like, what does it reveal about you if you would choose? Oh, interesting. The, can you do three options? Could So could you choose, like, yes, Clean I would, shaven. I would fuck Mustache. No yeah, so it's going to be four options. We'll get fuck, the survey design. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, use my survey design you skills. You know what my answer is? Fuck them all. Well, no. Mustache. Surprisingly. Yeah, I'd fuck mustache Dean, but not clean shaven Dean. I think you would fuck clean would. shaven yeah, Dean, I but would. no. I when would. I when they, Dean didn't get much of a story this week, but when they cut to him, I have in my notes: How are you attracted to this Anna? This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> is he not clever? He's funny. Oh, oh, here we go. This is where Ryan really starts to get. Right, this is my insecurity in show. Yeah, I be as buff as you want, but. <laughs> but oh, this guy's funny. Yeah. Oh, now we're stepping on some toes. Uh, I mean, Jordan is funnier, right? I don't think so. 
I think that Dean is low key hilarious. Okay. okay. He's it, he he's a get, drier wig. Well, yeah, I think he doesn't get um the credit that he should get because people are just like, Oh, you're so beautiful. Like, look at your mustache. I think people are saying, Oh, look at your mustache. I don't I know that, that it Dean always follows the oh you're so is beautiful. Really funny. Okay. I bet I you I really do. think yeah. he is. Oh, your mustache is so funny, Dean. Show it to me me again. (laughs) It's like being tickled with a feather. Okay, where are... I don't care where we are. All right, so Dylan was a sad puppy dog. Well, Dylan sets up the picnic, and then Blake has to one-up him. So, And this annoyed me. He, He pulled Hannah after the picnic, and he said that tonight... He wanted to... He says, I want to remind you why you have a little crush on me. Which, to me, is super obnoxious. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not... I want to show you that I have a crush on you. Right. It's, I want to show you why you like me. Yeah, right. Just, Remember? The yeah. phrasing mm-hmm. was obnoxious. Yes, it was. So he hires a mariachi band so that they can dance. Right, of course. I mean, that's his one his one move. That's all he's got. Um, I love, so while they're dancing, everybody's like, Dylan, don't watch this. And of course, Dylan, like, like watching a car accident, like can't turn but away. Like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I really, when he picks her up and uh, makes out with her while he's holding her ass, D- Dylan's like, I don't care for I that. I don't like that, Raymond. I'm not smitten by this. Um, <laughs> but Mike, they cut to Mike and he says, come on, Hannah, don't do my boy Dylan like that. You're better than that. And it made me think, like, I want recordings of Mike Johnson saying, like, motivational or like moralizing yeah. things that we can play just for the nation. Yeah. I think it would be like, come on, Trump, don't put kids in cages like that. that. You're better You're than better this. Than that. <laughs> just him, yeah. like we could get a bunch of different things that he could read and just play those for people who are being assholes. And it's like, you know what? I am. I saw that someone on Twitter said that they bet that Mike was a really good bedtime story reader. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I would like, we could get some recordings of him reading stories for our kids so that we wouldn't have to do it anymore. Because I'm a pretty lazy bedtime story reader. You are a really fast reader. I'm a fast reader and unnecessarily loud. Well. Especially for bedtime. That's just everything. Sure. You do everything in your life unnecessarily Mm -hmm. loud. Louder than it needs to be. Yeah. Except when I'm way over here on the mic. (laughs) And Katie was complaining that I wasn't loud enough. That's the first time God, I've ever heard that. Yeah. <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah. Speak up. Okay. Anyeka right. uh, pulls a real bitch move. Yep. And she, so we get to the rose ceremony. Um, and I felt like this came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was just me, but I didn't think that Anyeka had been having a terrible time in paradise. Also, bitch, you're in Mexico. Like, you at least have one more week. You're giving out a rose. Right. Get stay for free drinks. I just and, felt yeah. like it was really strange. Like, why wouldn't you stay just to hang out with your ladies? Yeah, right. But she says she's been super unhappy and she's leaving without giving out her rose. And this is one of the. I felt like Cam was um, like a little bit, a little bit more serious. Right. A little bit more eloquent. You know, there are times in our lives yeah. when events transpire. He, yeah. took off that, <laughs> he took off the cheetah print yeah. shirt and he was like, it's serious. This Cam is now. the ABC that I can get behind. Always be serious, Cam. But I agreed with him because he was like, you know, you could still give out the rose. Right. And like give me and a then chance. Leave. Or yeah. like Wills. Like poor yeah, Wills right. has to leave. So you're sending someone else home. You're, you're sending yourself someone home. else. Yeah. Like give yeah. out your rose and then get out of there. Yeah. I mean, keeping Cam around would have been punishing America, but it would have been the right thing to do. You could have kept Wills. Yep. Yeah. But irregardless, um, she leaves without giving out her rose. So Demi gives a rose to Derek. Katie gives her rose to Chris. Nicole gives her rose to Clay. Kaylin gives her rose to Dean. Tasha gives her rose to JPJ. Sydney gives her rose to Mike. And then we get to Hannah, and I called it, didn't I? You did call it. Because at first we were like, "Uh, she's obviously going to give it to Blake. And then I said... You know what I think is going to happen? She's going to wise up and give her rose to Dylan, but then Christina is going to fuck America in the ass and give her rose to Blake. Because you know what? Sorry, there's a cat running across the street. We don't usually get this outside. I know. We usually don't get to see what's going on out of doors. Yeah, I just can't pay attention with the sunshine. You see like a 
raccoon out in the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't feel right. Right, something's wrong, yeah. Um, it's the fucking Russians. I mean, am I they wrong? They messed up our elections. Yes. Now they're messing up Bachelor in Paradise. I think they've got a whole farm of trolls yep. somewhere in Siberia that's like post, you know, posting uh, troll uh, bots on the blah, 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 blah. They're making it... They're making it impossible for me to talk. That's the Russians. (laughs) I blame Trump for a lot, right? I mean, I blame Obama for a lot. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Um, But this one, thanks, Putin. Yeah, I mean, for keeping Blake around. I low key blame Trump for this. Yeah. Like, somehow it's related. (laughs) We've got this Putin relationship and. It's bleeding over into all of our lives. Can we get uh, Mueller on this? This is where the Mueller investigation needs to go Somebody next. Somebody needs to be digging. I yeah. mean, this whole thing stinks. <laughs> this thing stinks to high heaven. Yeah, we need to get... This is probably somewhere in the Steele dossier. Trump got peed on and Christina is a sleeper agent messing up Bachelor in Paradise for political reasons. Even if it's not anything like that, Christina, you suck. Fuck you. I know that you're not giving him that. Here's the thing that bothers me about Christina is she tries to play it off that she's super cool and is like, oh, now. Oh, let me see if I can get my Russian Do it. Let's hear it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I am doing this for torture. Now you will be in your own. That's like a vampire. (laughs) 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 I can't. (laughs) Die. Die. And if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I will slay him. Ha, 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 he'd take him from me, but I swear I won't let it be so. Ha, 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 blood will run down his face when he is decapitated. Ah, his head on my mantle is how I will let this world know. I love you. Now you will be in your own personal hell. <laughs> Blake, this is for the Russians. <laughs> that was mad. Yeah, Moose and Squirrel like, and Blake yeah, get no, tortured. Now Blake will have to watch this torture. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thing. Aren't Russians better at torture than this? Like, I thought Russians were really good at torture. Like, why not just hook his nipples up to a car battery or something? Like, yeah. I thought uh, they knew how to torture people. Carrie but... Russell in The Americans is is very good at it. Yeah, but this goes to kind of a larger theory that Christina is sort of like some kind of Bond girl. Christina's a bitch. Christina is, and I mean that not in a uh, mean female way, although I do think that as well. I think she's just a little, like, I, I'm using that in the way that Jordan used it to refer to Christian as, come here, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she she has this, I think she likes Blake. Yep. And she can't admit it. Yep. And so, so she's she has to around. act like she's yeah. this, like, bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I'm giving him my rose so that he'll be so miserable. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. Nobody believed that. Nope. I didn't believe it even when you said it at first. Yeah. And then I definitely didn't believe it when you're cozying up to him. Yep. Trying to get a friendship rose, which, by the way, isn't a thing. It's not a thing. Well, Cam wanted one from Onyeka, but he didn't get it. Wow. So it isn't a thing. Um, well, you, you know, know what? what? If you, oh, Jinx, Ooh. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, you owe me ten Cokes. No, I said your name. That's not a rule. Yeah, it is. I said your name in time. That's, no. No? Is that not how Jinx no. works? Okay. Maybe that's how y'all played it at the Church of Christ. <laughs> you have to say Jesus real fast. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Um, And now I don't remember. What was I going to say? I said, you know what? As was the same time I said, you know what? Well, my you know what was going to be, let's get the CIA down there to oh. pump her full of truth serum. <laughs> so we can find out what the, she can finally admit that she likes to Blake. To play uh, boy band music. <laughs> Heavy metal to torture her. Yeah. You know what I was going to say? You know okay. what my you know what was? What? If you find yourself doing the same thing that fucking Cam is doing, yeah. why don't you evaluate mm-hmm. your life choices? Your life decisions, yeah. Then Christina came and started rapping a bunch and wearing yeah. leopard print shirt. Uh, she just... You know, it's funny, too, because I, I... Well, I was going to say that I liked Christina when she was on that former season, but... I do remember really hating the way that she handled that situation yeah. with Dean. Yeah. But then it was more of like, dang, girl, I feel sorry for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way I felt about her on whoever season she was on. Nick's, right? Was yeah. that right? Yeah. Eating lipstick and telling sob stories. Yeah, yeah. but it, no, I I liked her on Nick's season. 
Okay. I thought that she came off really well on the mm-hmm. proper Bachelor. Yeah. Then she oh. went on to Paradise, and I felt sorry for her just because she seemed to have such a such little backbone. Mm-hmm. Like Dean fucked her over. Yeah. Dean was so just he was such a fuckboy. Yeah. Although I did like that Dean said that uh, Blake had out Deaned Dean. Himself. Yeah. See, there you go. That is a good example of the Dean wit on full display. Oh, and he's um, so dreamy too. Well, he's like self-avowed. He's just really... He's growing as a person. He is. He's growing into parampum. And I'm here for it. But here's the thing is, I think, to to get back to Christina, Christina is trying to grow, but it's not working. She's like, I didn't have a backbone last time, so this time... I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to make Blake my bitch. And you're but doing she's the not. Same thing. Yeah, she's ultimately you're doing the, exact doing the same, same thing. thing. Yep. All With right. it, pretending that she's growing. Oh, yeah. All right. So Kevin, Cam, and Wills um, have to leave. Yep. And See they ya. are all really confused about why she picked him. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. Yes. A KGB plot, Kevin. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rose rose ceremony over. Yep, and then this is... Does this move into the next episode already? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, sorry, it doesn't. We have a little bit more of night one. Okay. But meaning episode one. Okay. So they have equal guys and girls now. Um, just to recap a little bit, like, everything seems pretty smooth. I think that tends to happen when you have the same number of guys right. and girls. Demi calls Blake the turd that won't flush. Thought that was a that was an apt metaphor. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Got it. Yeah, you get an A in the writing class. I also like it that oh, I guess she did use. I guess it was a um, simile. I, what was it? Because she said, "Oh, that you like, like a turd. turd." Gotcha. Yeah. I would have preferred metaphor. The mm-hmm. strength of a metaphor. Yes, absolutely. None Blake of this wishy washiness. Yes, that won't flush. Yeah, none of this wishy washy simile business. By the way, guys, <laughs> sign up for our bachelor focused poetry workshop we're gonna be putting that out to the twitter sphere <laughs> we get a lot of participants i think so caitlin shows up and i have in my notes and i really spent the episode racking my brain i do not remember her Mm-mm. and they said that she left mid-episode she let yeah mid-season on one of the group the dates to yeah it, but i just didn't i didn't care to yeah um, that's how committed we are to our work yeah. here <laughs> I'm assuming that it was, you know, I kind of remember her talking to Colton and it not going well. And then her just being like, I'm not, I'm not good at this. I don't. Huh. Do you know, actually, you know where you remember her from? Hmm. Stagecoach. You guys met at Stagecoach. Uh, yeah. Actually, I fucked her at Stagecoach. <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah. I mean, you just can't fuck everybody at Stagecoach no, as much you as can. you might like to. You can. Um. You were asking who she looked like, and I said, and I told you I thought she looked like Elizabeth Olsen. I have in my notes that she looks like a reject Olsen twin. Yep. Yeah, no, you were. I mean, she does. She looks a lot like Elizabeth Olsen. Well, and it was so uncanny because you were like Elizabeth Olsen. I'm like, yep, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. So, And I think, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Unpop, unpopular, unpopular, opinion, controversial, controversial opinion? opinion. Okay. Elizabeth Olsen is the prettiest Olsen. Oh, I don't is think that that's controversial. Con- no, I don't think that's controversial yeah, at I all. Guess, yeah. Right, never mind. <laughs> Wait till we drop this truth bomb, guys. Elizabeth Olsen is better looking than the Olsen twins. Opinion. Harrison yeah. is hot. <laughs> Harrison is a hot daddy type. Controversial opinion, mustached Dean is hotter than non-mustached Dean. We'll see. I want to put a poll up about this. I'm very curious now about this. America, talk to us. <laughs> Tell us what you think, America. All right, so at some point in this episode, I just, maybe it's around here, it just sagged. It's like I went and got some lunch because we watched this during the day and I didn't yeah. take notes for like 10 we or 15 minutes. We had to go minutes. pick up our three-year-old from school and yeah. then he watched the rest of the he episode. He did, yeah. Us. He didn't ask any questions about it either. He started just talking all about absorbing it. <laughs> he wants to grow a mustache now like Dean. Um. Yeah, I mean, it did kind of lag. They So she pulls Dean and Dean is basically like, yeah, I've been talking to Caitlin, Caitlin, um, and essentially what Caitlin, Caitlin, oh, that's going to be annoying. I know. Too um, similar in the names. Get oh, somebody else. I did else. like it when, uh, I think Christina talked about that a little bit because she was like, 
so first you were with Kaylin, <laughs> now you are with Caitlin. <laughs> um, she figures out essentially that Blake is the only one who's unattached. Mm-hmm. And Blake is just wandering around the property like a poor abused dog. Right, right. Like a puppy who's been kicked. Yes. Yep. Um, and Dylan is loving it. Yeah, like, well, Dylan is so gleeful about the way everything has yeah. transpired. At first, you think Christina's torture plan is actually working out. Mm-hmm. But no, Caitlin decides to take uh, her on a, him on a date. And well, that... I thought it was really funny because Dylan is like, hopefully she didn't go to stagecoach. And then she's like, I did go to stagecoach, <laughs> but I didn't meet Blake. Well, no, she they did meet at stagecoach. But stage they, didn't, coach. Do, they, they didn't, didn't hook up. Yeah, they didn't know she each didn't other really in the biblical him. sense. Yeah, and I don't get the impression that she really knows right him yeah at all yeah that's probably to blake's favor yeah they're about to get to know each other better through some chakras yoga though. tantra yoga yeah from some very sexual yoga that just I, seems uh, miserable to me yeah oh and so this is big um because i guess on bachelor in paradise it does it's clear that they don't get to choose their dates yeah right like yeah. Um, but guys, and we haven't listened to this yet, but we're going to listen to it. We will report back. There apparently is a This American Life episode where Colton is giving an interview. And one of the things, because I was reading excerpts mm-hmm. from it. And one of the things that he said is that basically like the producers choose all their dates. So I feel like sometimes they go on the show and they act like I planned this date especially right. for you. Right. And he made it sound like that wasn't the case at all. I love that he's blowing the whistle oh. to this American life. He's yeah. blowing the whole lid <laughs> off this motherfucker. Ira Glass is the Woodward and Bernstein of the Bachelor <laughs> franchise. And Colton Finding, is the Sally he's Field. the deep throat, yeah. Oh, man. Um, is that Sally Field when she's a whistleblower? Yeah, in that, that? Uh, like that coal mining yeah. movie. Yeah, what is that called? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. She's oh, the Aaron. Um, he's the Aaron Brockovich. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, flying. No. <laughs> the bachelor's fake. Ooh, dearest. <laughs> Hello, dearie. Colton is the Aaron Brockovich. He is. Of uh, the bachelor world. Um. Yeah. What I was going to say is this date is my nightmare. Like, hey, uh-huh. meet this person and let's straddle each other yeah. in Mexican heat and like breathe. I just like, I wouldn't want to go on this date at all. Yeah. And then later, um, what's her face? And Chris Bukowski go on that boat date and like rough seas, right. Jen, Sabi And uh, Chris whatever. throws up. Yeah, he's just like throwing yeah. up the whole time and they're like, date's over. Which is exactly <laughs> what happened to me when we went dolphin watching yeah, in Hawaii and, and the captain was like, one of you is going to throw up. And guess what? It was me. <laughs> and there was a little kid that also yep. got sick. I feel like I was not the little kids. The little kids were fine. Like no, our daughter not, was. None of ours, but yeah. I think there was another. Okay, so me and a child both got yeah. seasick on the date. <laughs> It was rough and Chris Bukowski. So there's been a lot of throw up on this season. Um, yeah, because John Paul Jones throws up again. Yeah, for some reason, after he just must have a gag reflex like our son. But point being, this date seemed like it. The yoga part especially seems like it would suck. But Caitlin listens to Blake uh, talk about his past, and she basically is like. That's fine. Yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. NBD. Yeah. Well, and especially, you know, Blake is ready to forgive himself. I have hashtag so brave. Yeah. Finally, ready to forgive himself. It's just a really, like, I'm I'm glad that he's able to do that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. He I... says, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's the standard for bad behavior. Yeah, if you didn't kill anybody, you're fine. I didn't kill anybody, and I didn't cheat or anything like that. Like, I fucked everybody here, but I'm... Who cares? You know, I'm going to go ahead and and not even forgive myself, but laud myself for that. Yeah, give myself a big old pat on the back. (laughs) So, Caitlin seems fine with it. They make out. They get back to paradise. Blake might get a paradise happy ending after all. After all, of one form or another. Meanwhile, I want to talk about this. Hannah and Dylan go on a date. And we get voiceover. Dylan says this has been the hardest few weeks he's ever had to go through in his life. His dad had cancer. And he's like, but it was really hard when Hannah wasn't interested in When Hannah was interested in someone else besides me. Also, P.S., buddy. I mean, maybe I'll eat my words. We don't look at spoilers. Um, We try not to. 
I I can't imagine that Hannah and Dylan are. They're not in it for the. I long feel like haul. somebody's going to come down that beach next week and yeah, it's and gonna Hannah's going to be like, ooh, well, this is not a Carly Evan situation where you felt like Carly was got into Evan in spite of herself and just like couldn't help herself. No. Like Hannah still doesn't seem into it, even though she's like. Dylan's just so selfless. She's she says like, she's all in. She says, I'm all in for you. And he yep. tells her that he's starting to fall in love. Yep. And then 101 <laughs> Aztec warriors come out to scream and dance. Um, okay. Let's so, blow through some of it, yeah. right? JPJ and Tasha are um, are still together. Yeah, they're, they're cute together. He starts off. choking. He says he's high on life. Yeah, Demi's wearing glasses and indecisive. Um, yeah, I mean, I do think that the next big chunk of uh, content is just the Demi Christian stuff. Yeah, let's deal with that. So Demi is freaking out about her um, lesbian relationship. Right, back home. Yeah, because she says she told Derek, sometimes I want to make out with you and sometimes I don't want you to touch me. You know, that's what you say to me, too, except mostly the second part. Yeah, not the first yeah, part Yeah, just so the much. second part. So, I mean, if she says that about Derek, they're already ahead of the game. Way but, ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way ahead of us. Um, who comes to remedy the situation? None other than Miss Hannah B. Did she just want to go to Mexico? Probably. I mean, it seems weird to, like, bring her in for this. No. Um, I was thinking about it. Actually, the former bachelor, bachelorette, has always come. Or has usually come. Like, Becca came. Remember? Okay, she had okay. to talk to Colton about his feelings. Oh, right, right. His, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, actually, it's not that unusual. Okay. Uh, she talks to Demi, and Demi basically says that she... Had hoped that spending time with Derek in paradise would allow her to, like, basically forget Christian mm -hmm. or, you know, see how she feels. And it's just really clear, especially, well, obviously by the end of this episode, that she has much stronger feelings sure. for Christian than sure. Derek. Yeah, well, and she just felt like she couldn't compare the two. She's not here for vitamin D. <laughs> She's here for vitamin K. And I mean that. In terms of vitamin yes. Derek and, and vitamin D. <laughs> so she meets up with Harrison, who goes into full therapist mode. He does. He's yeah. Like, and he's like, listen, I want to see you in love. What can we do to make that happen? Oh, it was a, it was actually sweet, I have to say. Yeah. Um, he he seemed was very, very supportive. Sweet. And yeah. every, I thought, like, all of the cast members, um, I mean, again, this is skipping ahead, but when Christian comes and they're... Like, together, mm -hmm. and I have some stuff to say about that. Right. Um, but all the cast members are like, they're the best, they're super yeah. cute. Like, yeah. Because even maybe some of the cast members that you would think would not... I mean, take Hannah, you know? Someone sure, who's yeah. professed her, um, like, Southern Christianity. Yeah. And I'm sure people are tearing her apart for it in various, you know, dark mm -hmm. corners of the internet. But I, I'm glad that there was such a... Such an outpouring of support. It's a good thing that Luke P wasn't here. Yeah. That's all we that's well, all we that's can true. say. <laughs> and I did feel like of everyone, Blake kinda seems to be the most like not. He just put seems out like he can't it. process it. Yeah. Like does not she has a there are two girls. He's like, I, I guess uh I guess Demi has a girlfriend. And... <laughs> Still just can't quite wrap his tiny mind around it. I feel like he's like a dad who's like I want to be supported, right? But I don't know what I don't to really do. Get it. I guess you two are hanging out now. Yeah, yeah like can't quite bring himself to say it. He's like, yeah. I watch the Ellen Show sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, let's we'll kind of just so he Demi tells Harrison how she's feeling. She goes and talks to Derek about how she's torn. Harrison comes back later and says, "We want to do whatever it takes for you to find love. Go on upstairs." And who's waiting for her there? But Christian. And now Christian and Demi are going to be together in paradise. Christian talks to um, Derek. And I thought that that was really shitty, that they're, like, staying. Yeah, I did, too. I am team Demi Christian. 100%, I hope they're happy together. But, like, go home. Right, what's the point? I guess just I so guess they get the to hang out. I guess the point is that you get to be in Mexico. Yeah. Like, it, that must be nice. Yeah, it doesn't seem quite... It, it just seems weird. Nice. Um, cause it I, must be nice. 
I think the litmus test to have Christian on the beach. Yeah. Um, but what I was, I feel like the litmus test for these things usually is like, well, how would you feel if this were a straight couple? Or and I how, feel like I would be like, what are you and doing? And also, yeah. like, how would you feel if it was a guy? Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I did see a lot of people posting that on Twitter. And I do think that there's some truth to it. If, uh, if Dylan's gay lover came down. <laughs> Or, I mean, again, with a straight couple, let's, who's, if, if Clay if was someone like, that Blake, Blake fucked, actually, which we know there is, yeah. um, it came who we didn't know from the show and was just like, yeah, I'm going to hang out now. It'd be like, what is well, happening? Well, I was going to say if, cause I think the other thing that makes it really weird, cause I was going to use the example, what if Clay was like, I'm still in love with Angela and she came. But Angela is part of Bachelor Nation. Right. Like Christian right. is, just, and Christian also appears to be very uncomfortable being right. on this Bachelor yeah. show. She does not seem like she wants to be there. Yeah. She does seem like she really loves Demi, yeah. which great, but like go be together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I have an unrelated question. Yeah. Sure. How did they find this person? <laughs> I mean, it's um, I can't like that's that pretty it was impressive that, that they found her <laughs> they and got her asked down there. Demi. Well, I mean, I guess they they pretend like this is a whole surprise. If they ask Demi, like, that's cool that you have this girl back home. What's her name and address and phone number? I just mean, for fun. I can't yeah. imagine that it's that hard to track yeah. down with social media and and with you know the top notch private eyes that Harrison has on staff. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't track down that Jed had a girlfriend. Well, this is what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, they yeah. can do they can do this detective work when they want when to. they want to. Yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, I just think that it's really shitty to Derek. And the other thing that's happening now as a result of it is that we've got this unexpected grassroots Derek as Bachelor campaign. It's a movement from the people. Yeah, the people are rising up. I... I am not necessarily here for Derek for Bachelor. I'm not either, but you know, I was saying to you, by whether by production or of his own accord, Derek has allowed himself to become a real front runner in having a narrative yep. this season. Yep. Whereas Mike, we haven't heard boo from. Yeah. You're just and doing backflips with Sydney if on the beach. You want to be the bachelor, you've got to put yourself out there. Right. Well, it's well, yes and no. I mean, like we said, maybe their plan is just to keep him unscathed. It's like when you're trying to keep one of your presidential nominees from like making too many gaffes or yeah. something like you know on one hand biden's out there but on the other hand like Ugh, biden's out there <laughs> it's not helping his case and he is so maybe mike is just trying to stay above it all yeah um i wanted to talk about something else related to Derek, which is so when she gives him this like you're a great guy speech like Derek, I've heard this speech before too, buddy. I know, I know your pain. I just didn't think this happened to handsome people. You've heard that speech from a girl that we went to grad school who we now learned is gay. Who? Well, I'm not going to out her on our podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, no, I actually, I always knew that. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, like Demi, she is bi. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, no, and I've heard this speech many times. But you heard that speech yeah. from her. From her, yeah, yeah, but she wasn't choosing another woman. She just didn't want to be she with just me. Didn't want to yeah, be with <laughs> it wasn't between two people. Then she went to yeah. a man, and then she. Yeah. It was between me and no one. <laughs> she chose no one She's for a like, while. I'm going to go with this no one yeah, option. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go with exploring myself for a while. Oh, man. Um, but I have to, I like Derek. Your Pam Beasley is out there. Your knockoff Pam Beasley is out there somewhere, right? Well, she might be out there uh, about to come on the show. Yeah. I could, th- I mean, listen, I'm all about Mike as the Bachelor. I could get behind Derek, though. That would be fine. I mean, I think it would be a more boring choice. And, like, I mean, he's already gotten engaged on this show. He's like, yeah, I feel but like they he's. love had, that. I know, I mean, but. He's had his chance. Maybe Mike is just too pure for the batch to be the bachelor. Well, it would serve us right to not have him. Right. We don't we deserve, don't, yeah, we don't deserve Mike, Mike for bachelor. Mike is the bachelor we don't deserve. Derek <laughs> is the bachelor we deserve. <laughs> okay, so we totally glossed over um, Christina and Caitlin fighting, yeah. but I don't really care. They just have like a confrontation, and Caitlin is basically asking Christina what her motives are with Blake. And Christina gets like, 
I feel like this must be what it's like for you when you try to talk to me about stuff. Because she just immediately is like, fuck you. Right. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm not going to chill, honey. Yeah. I am. Um, um, yeah. It was like, again, she doth protest too much. Like, why is she getting super defensive? Yeah. Why is she having such a strong response to this line? Of I did love that Caitlin just kept saying, oh, you're impossible. Yeah. And she was like, she walked away and she goes, oh, God, she's awful. <laughs> Well, uh, Caitlin did the Taylor Swift thing, though, that you were talking about last week, where she's like, women should always support other women. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't... I think that Caitlin is right to feel like, what are you doing? Yeah. In regards to Christina. Yeah. You like, know? hey, I want some... At least if we're both going for him, let's make it a fair fight. Like, because other people know, and it's like, okay... You know, Dylan and Blake both knew they were going for the same person. Like, at least just clarify, like, what's up? And also, like, don't just be a bitch for no reason. Yeah, right. Like, that, I think, was what was so annoying about the Taysha Hannah G quote-unquote confrontation was I felt like Taysha handled it really well and was super level-headed and was just like, hey, I think it's kind of weird and honestly shitty that you didn't tell me about you and Blake. And Hannah G immediately was like, I was mean girl. Yeah. Yep. Versus I felt like Caitlin also was trying to be calm about it. Right. And Christina just immediately. Right. Gets her out. hackles up, which again, always shows that something's going on. Right. If she really were just wanting to be Blake's buddy and hey, maybe we'll get a friendship rose. It was, she would not be responding like right. this. So. Okay. Uh, I mean, Jen, Jen is here. She asks Chris Bukowski on a date. We already mentioned that. Yeah. Basically because Katie kind of does a little bit of self-sabotaging mm-hmm. and is like, if somebody comes down the beach that you would really want to go on a date on, like, it's paradise. I would want you to. I feel like in some sort of weird effort to, I don't know, to make herself not look desperate right or, or rejected too, yeah. yeah yes i think that she thought that that was a possibility anyway so maybe she wanted to like get in front of it yeah, yeah. control then, the narrative but then chris is like that really feels changes the way i feel about katie i feel like chris bukowski has been like super um mature know, mature yes mature well i have to say they season. showed that old footage of him and he actually looks much better. He does. Now, he's like, he looks like he got his shit like together. Yeah, he's, he's better with well. age. Yeah. Um, and I actually felt like he handled the Jen Katie situation mm-hmm. well. Because yeah. he was like, I know I like Katie, but I don't know if there's a next level in this relationship. And I liked, he said, the next person I invest all of my time into is going to be my wife. Yeah. I'm going to put myself out there for that role. I'm going to go ahead and nominate yourself. I'm here for Chris Bukowski. Yeah, I bet you are. Hey, Chris. Yeah. OML. Yeah, so this this conflict is playing out. Um, one other thing I think we have to mention before Fucking we Nicole call this singing. off is the song. Oh yeah. God. Your biceps are so yummy. Oh, no. I want Who you told in my Nicole tummy. That she should sing that. Is she a singer? She is, is a, a wa- She is an aspiring singer. She wants to go on like American Idol. And stuff. I saw her tweet that. So I want you in my tummy. Is that just like a blowjob reference? I mean, because that's a, like yummy, yummy, yummy. I've got love in my tummy. That that's song what... is about blowjobs. Yes. yes. Ryan. Yes, it is. Google it. No, I'm not going to Google. Yeah, Google that. Google. Yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> I've got love in my tummy. Well, one of us has to do it jobs. now. Yeah. I would like to say that we put up a poll on Twitter asking which was the more cringeworthy Bachelor in Paradise performance, Nicole's song to Clay or Cam's journal entry reading. Um, and it's it's a tight race. It is a very tight race. Oh, yeah. You should not Google yummy, yummy, yummy blowjobs. <laughs> Don't Google that. Also, you're on your work computer. <laughs> yes, so I am. Yeah. Now I'm fired, to, everybody. I'm to send an email to the dean. Yeah. Well, it was a tight race on the poll. But... We got 68 votes. 46% say Nicole's song. 54% say Cam's it's, journals. I mean, it's got to be Cam's journals, well, right? That's crazy. They're both awkward, but they if you're going to compare terrible. the two, the Cam thing was worse though. For one, Kaylin was not into it, and Clay seemed know, to be Clay's into like, this song. Yeah. He's like grooving He's like on it, out. yeah, oh, cheering God. from the sidelines. You take away my frown lines. Uh, I can't. I don't want to. <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't. Yeah, don't yeah. sing that. 
People love it when we sing. Not that. Yes. Maybe Nicole got a couple of iTunes reviews that said, I love your singing, and that gave her a false sense of confidence about her singing abilities, much like me. All right. Okay. So, yeah, let's get that Dean mustache poll up, because now I'm really curious yeah. about it. We need to make sure we do uh, empirically rigorous survey design yeah. on that and one. Yeah, and I think we're wrapping, we're yeah. wrapped up, We right? said this was going to be a short one, but it never is, given that we talked for, you know, 10 minutes about Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Well, we dead. had to, and I had to give everybody an update on Cooper Nielsen. Yeah. Well, this is the what... people want to know. This is what Grizzle to Bear wants, is more edge in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> keep that edge up. All right. Well, um, we'll be back next week. You got anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Bye, gang. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I got love in my tummy and I feel like I'm loving you. Love you such a sweet thing, good enough to This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.